0: And Tim and Lisa Johnson are um, wonderful leaders in our community, and our church family. Uh, Tim and Lisa came to Champaign in 1990. Um, There was no Fellowship of Christian Athletes uh, at that time uh, in Illinois. Tim was Sports Administrator at Human Kinetics. And in 1993, Tim became the first state director of uh, uh, Fellowship of Christian Athletes in Illinois. There's no staff, no board, no financial base. And today, uh, Tim is a regional vice president uh, and Lisa's director of personnel. And uh, they oversee a five-state region, Illinois, Iowa, Missouri, Kansas, and uh, Nebraska. And uh, they have 120 staff that they oversee. And together, they influence, get this, 50,000 coaches and athletes, and God has used them immeasurably in uh, the past, and the best is yet to come. And if that's not enough, um, for nearly 10 years now, Tim and Lisa have served uh, in leadership, in ministry leadership staff, for a, a, a ministry called the Pinnacle Forum. And Pinnacle Forum has a mission of training up transformed leaders to transform their culture. And this is done through small group forums uh, and through large group uh, breakfast forums, of which uh, Tim has invited me and I'm delighted to be a part of. Uh, and all of this is to influence uh, culture, and uh, it's a tremendous ministry. And, um, and if that's not enough, um, Tim, for the last eight years, has served as the chairman of the board of the Stevens Family YMCA, And it's a board of 16 leaders. So Tim leads a a, a board of 16 leaders. And so we've enjoyed our YMCA for the last five and a half years, but it took two and a half years of of planning and praying and preparing uh, for what has, in my opinion, is one of the finest uh, YMCA facilities in in the country. It's right here, a mile from this church campus. And it is a Christ-centered YMCA, uh, where God's love is shared to all who come um, from all faiths uh, Christians, Hindus, Jews, Muslims, and all races. And our baptism Sunday that we get uh, to enjoy at the YMCA, Tim helps make that possible. And uh, so. uh, Tim and Lisa have been members at Windsor Road for the last 15 years. And uh, so I've asked Tim to share a faith story about coaching and encouraging leaders and the importance of pouring your life into the lives of others. So let's welcome Brother Tim.
1: Thank you, you, Matt. I thought for a minute there after the praise band uh, finished with amazing grace, you were going to just say, Let's go home. And I, I was going to go. Uh, because, uh, I remember back to the movie Amazing Grace when John Newton, who wrote uh, that hymn, then said to William Wilberforce, He says, I am a great sinner, and Jesus is a great Savior. That's how I feel. And uh, I know that's who I am, and I know that's who He is. Never underestimate the power and influence of a coach. That was my byline for many uh, years. Um, and on my emails, uh, and uh, Paul certainly is a consummate coach, and I believe that uh, as Randy has been preaching on First Timothy, I've just been, you know, had in my mind Paul the coach, and um, he uh, is basically saying to Timothy, um, uh, take a knee. I want to talk to you, and uh, a coach had a tremendous influence on my life at an early age. I had a lawnmower accident when I was not quite seven. My leg was cut off. The uh, Eagle Scouts saved my leg and my life, and they put it back on. And for eight years, I had eight operations. I was on crutches four months a, a year for in, throughout grade school and junior high. And the high school wrestling coach was also my PE teacher from first grade all the way through eighth grade. And uh, he never let me feel sorry for myself. He always told me I had what it took. Um, he... Uh, it uh, wasn't necessarily PC. He would have me on my crutches race kids, and I would win, and then he'd get in his in their face, and he'd say, you let a cripple beat, a, beat you. And, and i go, yes, I'm that cripple. And, uh, I mean, I just, it's, it, Coach Dara um, spoke courage into my life, and one day I had to come back and tell him that I couldn't play high school football in a small farm town in Iowa where the wrestling coach was also the football coach You just didn't not play football, and I was scared, and I told him, And he put his hand on my shoulder and he said, Timmy, as long as you wrestle, you'll be okay. And he turned a kid that was ready to go upside down, right side up. I committed my life to wrestling right there. I wrestled through high school and college. And I call that the power of, the life-changing power of well-chosen words. And that's what Paul was saying to Timothy. Timothy was handicapped in his own right. He was youthful, uh, which didn't help him necessarily. He was timid. And um, Paul said, here's the deal. Um, You represent God, now act like it. You can do this, now do your job. In leadership for the past 40 years, I've realized that first and foremost, you have to determine the win. What's the win? And what's so cool for us as Christians is, Christ gave us the win in Matthew 28. We know it as the Great Commission. I just call it the commission. It's all of our job to make disciples. He said to make disciples. He said, I have authority over all heaven and all earth. And make disciples, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teach them how to honor God. Well, and how? I'll be with you forever. What do I mean by making disciples? Helping people trust Jesus, teaching them how to honor God, and then helping people help people to teach people how to trust Jesus and teach how to honor God. That's our job, making disciples. In uh, First Timothy, Paul is focusing on the big rocks. And that's what, Tim, uh, what Randy has been talking about. Big rocks. Character. Don't fall into temptation to succumb to false gospel. Today, he's going to talk about not succumbing to the love of money. You know, I'm not a time management guy. I'm a priority management guy. I'm not the smartest tool in the shed. But I know how to help my leaders prioritize. I assign time to what's important. What's most important. In FCA, the big rocks are the coaches. Coach says is still two of the most powerful words in our society today. And when coach says what scripture says, now we're talking because sports, now I'll get your attention here, sports does not build character. The, only char- the character that counts is only built by relationship with Jesus Christ. Sports is just sports, but what a wonderful platform to do that. And the FCA... Compelling case. I tell people, you should have a 30-second elevator speech when people say, what do you do? And here's ours. God has basically been disinvited onto our campuses in our community the last 40 to 50 years. That's not good for our culture or our youth. FCA connects with, arguably, the greatest influencer of adolescence of our day, the coach. We train them up in what it means to be a coach for Christ, and we send them back out into their mission field, the locker room. We connect we train, we send. That's what Paul was saying to Timothy. I want you to connect with these leaders. I want you to train them up in what it means to uh, be leaders for Christ. And I want you to send them back in to to do their job. It's like Robbie and Liz Gwynn who are members of our church here. That's what they do here um, with their staff, with the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. And for those of you who remember Kathy Wiesen, she was a member of our church And for the past six years, she has planted FCA at the Lake of the Ozarks. I asked her the other day, how many schools and coaches are you involved with? She has 27 schools. She has at least four to five relationships with coaches in every school, really making a difference. And then Paul is saying to Timothy, we're a team. I'll be here for you. And speaking of team, that's what Lisa and I are. Lisa and I were older in our lives when we trusted Jesus. We were discipled by a 65-year-old oil man in Wichita, Kansas, with a ministry called Navigators, and they built the foundation for our marriage and our lives. And then, after never having thought one day in our life about going into full-time Christian ministry, we were called to be in FCA, and as scared as we were, we were more fearful than not being obedient to what we knew God was calling us to. Paul said to Timothy, wives should be women worthy of respect. That's Lisa. Why? Because she loves Jesus more than she loves me. And I am the recipient of a love out of the overflow of a deep and abiding relationship with Jesus. I mean, I never knew a person could feel this much love. And that's what happens when we have Jesus first. What a love. She's always praying and she's always looking to make disciples, whether it's on you know, the plane or in a coffee shop. And when I think about this, I think about our own Brenda Tennell, who has poured her life into helping women through Bible studies in this church. And um, I'm just so thankful for Brenda knowing her job to make disciples. Now, Lisa and many women in this um, congregation are making disciples from Monday to Saturday and not just sitting here listening and then not having it affect them the rest of the week. I also just found out between services, Brenda, that you and Lisa talked. Paul, in, by tradition, had a wrestler's build, I guess. His neck was big. He was about five foot seven, bent elbows, bent knees. That's what we all look like. And um, <laughs> I'm fired up. I'm, I'm sure he was a wrestler. And so that's why he was able to say to Timothy, do your job. Don't waver on the truth. And finally, but like my pastor uh, from Wichita used to say, not immediately, um Like then, today, Satan's desensitizing spirit is meant to deceive. You know, whether it's God's design for marriage, sexual purity, sanctity of life, or the love of money, the most loving thing you can do, and we are to love with the the love of Christ, but the most loving thing you can do is to know and share truth. And what is truth? John 17, 17 says... Thy word is truth. That is what we are helping coaches and our society. Imagine them on the front line with today's days, um, what, what's going on in our schools and in, the, in this uh, generation. They want to know how do we respond with truth, and we help them. And that is how we as a 16-member board at the YMCA, all followers of Christ, we want to communicate God's love to this community. Finally, Paul is a model for me for retirement. You know that verse in the Bible about retirement? There is none. And um, (laughs) Paul kept writing. And Paul continued on. And Lisa and I want to finish strong in the third period of our leadership lives. Notice I didn't use fourth quarter, football. It's overrated, you know. The third period of our life, there is a wrestling uh, terminology, We'd like to see, and FCA's goal is to see a coach for Christ on every campus and every school in the Midwest region. So we keep on. Those are my two favorite words in my 60s now, to keep on. And Lisa and I, we don't know what the future holds, but we do know who holds the future. And Paul's words to another group in the Philippians are why we all can be encouraged to keep on. He says, I am confident of this. That he who began a good work will carry it out into completion until the day of Christ Jesus. My challenge to you, Lisa and I's challenge to each other. Keep on. Thank you.
0: Amen. Yeah. Thank you. Wow. Wow. You are a gift from God to me. Yeah. About three times a year, uh, Tim and I have coffee and uh it's a i told the first service and this is really what it is it's it's this strange sensation of inspiration and i walk away inspired and then exhausted (laughs) you know because he's i really and i I was i thought lord what what is that about me what is going on here and it's like well he's a wrestler that's why man so for an hour and a half we wrestle you know there's nothing trivial we've never had a trivial conversation ever and that's just the way I like it. So we go right for the heart and, uh, and the gospel. We have gospel conversation. So I want to pray for our brother and sister. And would you come? And uh, uh, Timothy means one who honors God and one who is honored by God. So let's do both in prayer. Come up here.